And welcome back to another Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast. Thomas Miller back with you again. And I've got a good one this time. <laughs> this is Get your notepad out on this one. This came from the world of pure inspiration. And when I get these and I've passed them on, I, I think it just definitely helps you. It helps me. It's just therapeutic when these kinds of things come up. So what the deal was, I, I was thinking about two separate issues that were going on in my life simultaneously. And what was happening was these real negative thoughts kept coming up about each issue. I thought it was just like, I, you know, I've gotten to where I don't resist those thoughts, just allow, but these were unusually I would say unusually negative, unusually fear-based. So I was wondering, what is going on here? So again, in the uh, environment of non-resistance, just allowing, I started exploring it. And you know, there's also, I think, a release when you just go on about the day, allowing something to be there and curiously keep coming back to it. So my daily routine right now is getting up, and the first thing I do is narrate the audiobook. I'm right toward the end of The Book of Fire by Steve Forrest, which has just been amazing. What a writer he is. Oh, my gosh. Can't wait to. As, as the book gets completed, I'll uh, be playing you some things and, and uh, giving you some offers around that. But after narrating, I usually take a little break rest my throat, rest my voice, and then get ready to do some readings. And in there is usually some a shower and some kundalini. Now, I've told you guys that those are both <laughs> really good points of inspiration, right? I think way back in the early podcasts, I, I talked about some inspirations in the shower, and then lately it's really been around the kundalini. So I had done the yoga and was cleaning up, and it just came through. I mean, like a flood. So a big piece of what I've been doing on these astrology readings is the North Node and the South Node. That is so key in the chart, right? So the South Node is what we bring in karmically with us. I know that mine includes a fear paradigm. It's the opposite or the distortion of Aries warrior energy, which my South Node is in Aries. What I got so clearly was that the fear... So whatever happened in the past, there was such an imprint on my subconscious mind of this probably a horrible kind of death that literally was so bad, whatever it was, was seared into my consciousness in such a way that I came in here that the world is not a safe place. That was my subconscious paradigm. And, you know, it took a long time to figure all that out and to get there. But now understanding the astrology, the role that those nodes play, and the degree of specificity that they paint a picture of what came in with us, then this inspiration of really just putting a couple of things together clicked in that was like, oh, my gosh. So here were these negative thoughts that I was trying to just set aside like, okay, where is this coming from? And then this awareness. You know, when you get those moments of awareness, inspiration, you know what those are like. It's like something just grabs you and it's, it's, it's like lights just go off and you get it. 
it was that kind of a moment. And not only did I understand it in my mind, I could feel it. I could feel that horror as an experience in my consciousness and just connected with, wow, I came in with that life was just that the earth is not a safe place. And then, of course, if you know my story from listening to the earlier podcasts, it all unfolded, didn't it? Because it was a subconscious program. And, you know, there's a depth to that now that I'm understanding with the astrology is that we are so embedded by our south node that it is such a default that we often do drag those experiences back in with us. So what's the reversal of this? The great thing is when the awareness comes, then you can work with it to just neutralize it. And that's exactly what I sat down and did was to acknowledge it, thank the revelation, acknowledge that part of myself where this is taking place, have a little talk with my subconscious mind, <laughs> like, okay, we don't have to do this anymore. That was in the past. Yes, it carried forward. Yes, it's been a part of the paradigm. And we don't have to do that anymore. I got the greatest letter from a listener in Africa who is so all over this, you guys, and he's 20, he just turned 22 years old. He is going to have his whole life in front of him to live out the wonders and the marvels of living this kind of awareness and consciousness. And he totally gets talking to his subconscious mind. And he sent me a couple of emails that are just absolutely precious. I hope that we can arrange to get him on here because I think you would just love his stories. But he's talking to his subconscious mind and his subconscious is talking back, like giving him direction. It was so funny. They were talking about money and he basically uh, was engaged with his subconscious mind and his subconscious came back and said, well, when you believe it to the degree that you've convinced me, then I'll go out and round it up for you. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that's how it works. What a beautiful description of that. So that was kind of what happened here is a little conversation to say, you know, we really don't have to do that again. And now because a lot of work has been done, when I had that conversation, there was an instant shift of feeling, awareness, confidence. It was like a big release just instantly. I mean, it was that quick. And it was like the whole thing, just the, the robe just fell down, just dropped. So it was powerless, in other words. It had lost its sting. And what I immediately sensed was what I could go out and create with that off my shoulders. Isn't it funny how that's been dragged along for so long? And then all of a sudden, in just a, a moment of awareness, it can almost be eliminated. Am I going to say that it's gone? No. But I think the sting has been taken out of it to the degree that it has very little residual power. We'll try it next time it comes up like that. And you know, that didn't require a past life regression. However, I could see where that would be beneficial. I mean, you could go back to the very incident and deal with it on that plane. But what I've been saying in the readings is, is that really necessary? Do you have to go back and worm your way into all the little nitty-gritty details in order to release something? 
And what was really cool about this experiment and this experience is that I'm leaning right now to say no. Now, I don't know if that's because of an accumulation of a lot of hard work, blood, sweat, and tears that had laid a foundation for that to be as smooth as it was, possibly. But, you know, so many of the things that I would have been, let's say, intimidated to do in the past, I'm like, I now it just, I don't have any feeling one way or the other. If I want to try it, I'll try it. If I don't, I don't. Is the world a safe place? I think it is if I choose for it to be. If I continue to wallow in those thoughts and feelings and emotions and paradigm and and give it any energy at all, then no, it probably wouldn't be like it hasn't been. You know, it almost took all the past and kind of wiped it out, too. Funny how that works. So what are some takeaways? Well, one is that I am so clear now after Fred Dodson's Lives of the Soul doing the astrology work that I've done, the understanding, looking at so many different people's charts now and seeing these patterns, that we do come in with accumulated karma. I think it's just part of the earth school. It's part of coming down here because we come to work it out and that we are given the opportunities to find the path. I am so amazed at at just how many people find the path without any spiritual awareness really at all, or any astrology awareness. I mean, how many people go through, billions of people go through their life without even knowing what an astrology wheel looks like. And yet, it's a map. You know, it's, it's a reference point that we can access and, and observe and learn from. It's a tool. It's a tool that shows us a way, and it's something that resonates with me. It was exactly what I was looking for when I wanted to find something with symmetry in the spiritual realm. This is it. By the way, if you're in our Facebook group, Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast Listeners is the name of the group on Facebook. Uh, Go check out Majana's post. It's around today, around November 1st. Uh, where she put a thing up there of a graphic of Venus and the Earth going around the sun and the dance that they make. And if you plot the points out following both on an axis line like the little diagram does, you'll see how it creates a sacred geometric form. It is so cool. So you'll have to check that out. That's the kind of symmetry that I was looking for. It's like the physics of the universe applied to the spiritual realm. That's what astrology is. So it's given me an incredible set of tools and insight, and it very clearly shows that we brought stuff in. Now, there are different flavors, and it's really interesting to see the darker karmic energy that came in, that comes in, that can come in, and the not as dark. I mean, some of them are, oof, some of them are, are something else, but you can see it all in the chart. It's all there. So point one, we did bring stuff in, and we brought it in to work on it. So it's not a make wrong. It's just what happened. It was unresolved. It's just like any kind of unresolved issue that we leave open now. It's just the accumulation of stuff from the past. Second point is that life's synchronicities, i.e. the universe, i.e. the path that we have chosen, will bring us the opportunities to work with that energy, to work with those closing those loops. Some of us find those ways sooner than others, shall we say, in life. But there's no, again, there's no right or wrong. And sometimes maybe we have to put a few more marks in the tree before we can heal. 
and that might be part of the grand design as well. I did a reading for one of you here this week who I have done some coaching with and know that the path was a difficult path. And yeah, the chart showed it very clearly. And you know, she is turning things around in so many ways and has done so much work. And one of the things that the North Node showed was to just go dance in the rain is what came to me. It was about letting go of structure and just going dancing in the rain. And do you know that she sent a video where the morning before she went to work, it just happened to be raining, and she went out and danced in the rain, and it brought tears to her eyes. That's when you've touched the soul. That's the soul saying, I've needed this for so long. It's the same thing as what I had, really. It, it's the, it's the re realization that you can let it all go. See, I think in the end, we've got this paradox of the pain from the past and this soul that wants to dance in the rain. Now, that may not be your expression. That might be actually the wrong thing to do, but that was hers. That's why I love this part of the work that I'm doing with these readings is, is just bringing this to life. You know, she follows on that path, and her life is going to open up in so many ways because that's the way the universe designed it for us to go. And I've got a lot of work that I'm going to be doing on resolving this fear. See, for me, dancing in the rain might be a total waste of time, but going and making a great big pitch to a company about getting some business to help their employees or their sales department of something that I might have been scared to death of doing, I don't know, you know, something like that. It might be putting myself out there on the edge and just going for it. Different path, different set of needs. The other thing that I would add to this as point number three is that as you stay on this path, you keep doing the work. For me, it started in 2008, really, 2007, 2008. But as you stay on it, like our young friend from Africa, who will for the rest of his life. Think about the growth and the wisdom that man's going to have when he's in his 40s or 50s or 60s. He's going to be a wise soul. And the point is that as we keep working this path, more and more insights keep coming. In other words, the journey has not gotten stale or stagnant in any way. In fact, the surprises just keep getting bigger and better. It truly is an amazing path. And I think that's the universe's reward for just doing the work. You keep doing the work, the growth continues. Do the challenges go away? No. Do they get less severe? No. If you guys are a subscriber to Fred Dodson's newsletter, you saw the announcement. He was out jet skiing. Now, he lives down in the Southern Hemisphere in a remote area. And he and his partner were jet skiing and fell off in a wave. The jet ski turned over, and it and the current started drifting it away from them. They, I guess, didn't have life jackets on. Maybe they did. The water was cold. They were experiencing hypothermia just from that, Had and nobody was going to come rescue them because there wasn't anybody around. He could have drowned. Is that not a trial of epic proportion? And you know, in typical Fred fashion, after they got back on the jet ski, they did get it. Obviously, he wrote the article and got back, and he said that after they realized just the detachment from their consciousness, like that separation of they could have been gone, he said they started laughing, and they laughed hilariously for quite a while. 
that is putting it in the right perspective. <laughs> it's like, don't hold it tightly. All right, I hope those points help. I hope that story helps. It really is an amazing journey. Now, if you've never explored astrology or if an astrology read of this nature is something that you would be interested in, the website to go to is funastrology.com and just click on the consults tab, the consults link right there from the homepage. And I keep the delivery times uh, updated on the website. So whatever it says is about what the turnaround should be. And I would love to uh, open that story and paint that picture for you and your life. Thanks so much for listening. I love each and every one of you. Thank you for all the emails around birthday and the uh, audiobooks and the uh, kundalini. The kundalini and the uh, chai tea offer still stands. The books are good until they're gone. If that announcement is up, I'm still giving out books. I've got a few left as I'm recording this, but I don't want to say too much because it's so dated. This will not apply to those of you listening past the very first part of November 2019. But uh, thank you for the engagement. Thank you for telling me your stories, for the love you've shared, for, for what you've said about the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Love you very much. Enjoy the journey. I'm Thomas Miller. Thanks for listening. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.